0: Hi guys, it's Naomi here and welcome to another episode of How to Become an Awesome Property Flipping Guru. So, You've researched your ideal type of property to renovate but what about researching important stuff like the surrounding suburbs, right? Maybe you've already started your research and you've honed in on a very particular suburb. Seems to have nice parks and neighbours seem really lovely. It's close to good schools and there's no giant factories being plonked anywhere. Winning! But wait... Are you buying the house for yourself to live in or is this to renovate to create wealth? A money making machine, a wealth making machine. Investing to renovate and investing to live are two totally different things. And when I talk about making it personal, I don't mean like fluffing around with my kids enjoying the backyard type of personal. What I'm talking about is the personal that will click in perfectly with the rest of your renovating for profit goals. So don't fall into the trap of getting personally attracted to a property. It can lead to things like overspending, which can hurt your end margins. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go for the property with the nice backyard or the parks, just don't get carried away by this aspect. There's so much more to property than just having nice neighbors and a nice backyard. So let's jump in. Finding your patch or finding the area that you're going to be renovating in. In my rapid renovation formula, I talk a lot about finding your patch and it's a systematic process, a very in-depth systematic process to finding the location that's going to get you the best profits to suit your strategy in renovating to create wealth. So I'm not actually talking about your little garden patch here. I'm not talking about your own backyard or the patch on the lounge that you enjoy sitting in the most. I'm talking about something similar though. I'm talking about an area that is the best fit for you. The best fit to help you achieve your renovating goals. So then, how do we go about nailing this patch? There is a massive amount of aspects that go into this, and I'm gonna cover four really important ones for you today. So the first one is about old dogs and new tricks, some would say. No, no, it's all about the age of the property. So you don't wanna be looking to renovate a property that is too old, not one that Captain Cook built when he first landed, because more than likely you're gonna run into some heritage issues and also Also, I find properties that get over that 100 to 110 years old actually end up costing me too much money to renovate. But the same thinking goes towards a really modern, beautiful area that maybe everything is like less than 10 years old. I'd avoid this area as well because the likelihood is there's going to be very little area for you to add value. So I want you to be looking for suburbs that are at least 20 years old. So somewhere between these two absolutely extreme examples because it's in this area that you're going to be able to find enough property that needs to have value added to it. It's a bit like Goldilocks to be honest with you. The porridge needed to be just right. Just like the property age needs to be just right. Now, number two, looking for the middle ground. The second thing that you need to think about when you're looking for your patch or determining where you want to renovate is the median house price. Now, this is a crude measurement. It's not the be-all and end-all of indicators in that area. But what it does allow you to do is it allows you to very top-line assess whether the price point in that area is the type of price point that you or your JVs or your money partners or however you might be purchasing these properties are able to get in at. So it's a very quick way to either include or exclude properties or specific areas in your patch. Number three, honey, can we take a walk on the beach? No, you shouldn't get attached to the suburb or the properties that you're looking at. Of course, you should still consider what the suburb has to offer because at the end of the day, and more importantly, at the end of the renovation, you'll be selling this or renting this to someone who wants a lifestyle as well. So what are the lifestyle elements of that suburb? What is that suburb offering? Does does that suburb have beautiful parks where they maybe have market stalls? Are you able to go take your dogs to the park for a run? Does it have some hip cafes? does it have young professionals enjoying their weekends is there a tram is there a train is there a bus route close to there how how serviceable is that for people who can't drive see there's so many questions that we could be asking about lifestyle and realistically a lifestyle is what people are buying into when they buy a property so that is the third big thing you need to consider Now the fourth big thing, lock the doors, bar the windows. No, I'm joking. It's all about security, the fourth thing that I want you to be considering. So realistically, be honest with yourself. If when you are renovating a property, if when your renovating partner says to you, can you drop by the property tonight and pick up that spare paint that I had there, I want to take it back to the shop, and your reply is, I don't like going there after dark, realistically it's probably not an area from a safety and security perspective that you want to be in and chances are your buyers are going to be feeling exactly the same way so We've talked today about age of properties, we've talked about median price points and whether it's feasible for you to get in at that price point. We've talked about lifestyle elements and we have talked about security. So there are four of the things. There are many, many factors that need to go into this very detailed and analytic process of finding areas around our country that are amazing to create a renovating for wealth business in. So start with these four, get cracking, and you'll be amazing at what you uncover just under your nose.